And we are officially live. We are just waiting for everyone to join in, so bear with us just a few moments. Yes, I hear you. Perfect. Got to turn the volume up, apparently. Woohoo! We are here. Yay! Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome. We are just waiting for a few more people and Catherine to come back. Hello, Jessica. We are up to 10 people in here already. For everybody who's coming in with the random names like XCQVQ, uh, please go to your profile, change your name so we know who you guys are. Hello, Jules. Hello, Nikki. Well, that's good. I'm glad you are excited. We got a uh, few things to be talking about today. Yeah, we do. Uh, if you're talking, Catherine, you are very low. No, I think she is muted, actually. No, is it better now? No, you're still super low. Jeez, hold on. Let me put the earphones up in. <clears throat> Yes, I know you, Jackie. Yes, Jackie, how's it going? I had a reading not too long ago with Jackie. And Jules, technically. <laughs> but this was more recent. Got quite a few people in here. Tabitha, Shelby... Okay, that is great. We're just waiting on Catherine. Better now. Uh, yes, we can hear you. Yay! Okay, guys. So today we are going to be talking about dreams, dream interpretations, all that jazz. But I kind of wanted to give you guys a little bit of an update. Speaking of which, has he messaged you back at all? No. My four-year-old, my four-year-old daughter is sitting with me, and she wants to hear her name. She's only four. Well, hello, Alina. Uh, Thank you for joining us tonight. Glad we have a little listener here. Yes, hello, Alina. What a sweet little name. Andy Raven, welcome, welcome. And no, he has not said anything back to me uh, or anything to me. I am not even messaging him at all. Um, which is fine. But um, we had just, the reason I want to mention this kind of funny situation, not funny, but I had told everybody, no one has reached out to me. I've had no police contact me. Never, ever had this happen. But no, he still, had, that guy you're talking about. No, he didn't. He, didn't, he hasn't even looked at my message either. I knew you when I said, what are your questions and stuff, guy. he said nothing. Now, we don't know if he's legit. We don't know a lot about him. All we do know is that he is a detective, not a detective, I shouldn't say that, um, a private a private investigator, right? 
Yeah. Okay. He was, yes, he's a PI. Okay. So he's a PI and he reached out to us about the lost boys of Pickering and he had some questions. So we have no idea where this is going or anything, but we just kind of wanted to give you guys an update because I told you guys no one ever reach out, reaches out and I'll let you guys know when they do. So we've had one person reach out to us so far. <laughs> yeah. So that was the first thing I wanted to talk about. I know. Exciting, but it's true. I always want to kind of give you guys updates as we go along. And which we should also mention that you know, the more people share, the better because the more that the episodes get out there, the, it gets to the right ears, and hopefully one day we could maybe bring somebody home. Absolutely, which is a very, a very good episode, actually, that will be dropped shortly, in about an hour's time, which is actually about me pinpointing somebody to be Alexis Patterson. So we will see what happens with that. My favorite peeps. Woohoo. Welcome, Ashley. Welcome. All righty. So guys, we're going to talk about dreams today. It's all about the dreams. So I want to talk about, honestly, first and foremost, let's just get down to the basics. What is a dream, right? <laughs> A dream is obviously images and ideas and emotions and sensations that usually occur involuntarily in the mind during certain stages of sleep. Humans spend about two hours dreaming per night and each dream lasts about five to ten minutes only, which I always think is so crazy because I've had dreams where it feels a lot longer than that. And although the dream may perceive that, you know, to be much longer it it really isn't so they feel like forever in a day i agree with that they really do sometimes i would say that like sometimes you feel like you've been dreaming that dream for hours <clears throat> have you guys ever had that feeling yeah yeah i've definitely had that feeling for sure I know, I know me personally, um, I've had dreams where at least I'm feeling that way in the moment where I'll go to sleep, I'll have a dream, I'll wake up to go to the washroom, I'll come back, and then I'm dreaming about that same dream again. You know, I never can, like, it's usually never, it's a whole new dream will start. I never can, like, leave off where I left off, even though sometimes I really try because I'm like, I need to see what happens. <laughs> And by the way, um, usually dreams only occur in our REM cycle. So when we are at that deep, deep sleep, that's the only yes, time. that would be the third, third REM sleep is what they call it. Thank you. I actually have sleeping problems and I went for a sleep study and they told me that I never get to the third stage of REM sleep where you're actually body shut down sleeping. Good to know, actually. All the time? Yeah, so people, yeah, that's a pretty short amount of time for how they play out. Exactly, Ashley, exactly. Yeah, some feel like they're forever. I agree with that. Sometimes they do seem like they're much longer. Well, me and my brother had a dream of our late father in the same night a few days ago. Well, Raven, stick around for the remainder of this live because we will be discussing that. That, that is a very common question I get often. So it will be something we cover tonight. All righty. Now, a lot of people ask me, why can't I remember my dreams? Now, obviously, each person is different, but honestly, it really depends on you. 
You may be a very forgetful person. Sometimes a person may not be able to remember the events of their dreams because they cannot access the information when they are awake. Sometimes people have so much going on in their life that dreams are on the back of your mind and can be hard to open that up. Now, personally, I have my own dream journal. Haven't spent much time writing in it because normally my dreams are pretty traumatic for me. I find that I remember dreams that are scary or concerning. And only when I have some sort of traumatic scar, sometimes I do remember other dreams, but also sometimes people's relatives come to me in my dreams. I sometimes have dreams about my clients and things going on in their life. It really depends on how close I am to them, though, and how often I read them. I do get warnings often, but it's been a while since I got a pretty significant warning, at least that I can remember. Welcome, R-N-C-E-Y-U-B-J. If uh, you want to go into your profile there, change your name so we kind of can actually call you something else, that'd be great. You're not speaking. Yes, it gets hard to determine who is who. (laughs) All righty. Now, a lot of you guys have asked me how you can start remembering your dreams Now, this is not going to work for everyone, so just be aware of that, but I'm going to give everybody a couple of different methods to try out. Now, there is a very weird old wives' tale indicating that if you drink three glasses of water before you go to bed, you'll have an easier time remembering your dreams. I don't think I would remember anything but how many times I got up in the night to go to the bathroom. I can't drink that much water before bed. I would never sleep. I also dream journal, but it's hard when I only remember pieces. Yes, it is hard. It is hard. And peering through, being through the night, right, though? Right? Um, um, you know, like, I... I don't necessarily feel like that's a good method, like I've never tried it, but you know what? Maybe give it a go. If it's something you totally like drinking a bunch of water, it might help you. There's a few people here who are like, I was about to say the same thing. I would just wake up a bunch going to the bathroom, but Jessica has the opposite opinion. She says, I drink so much. That must be why I always remember my dreams. Always remember them. That's probably why, honestly, your brain is full of beautiful water in there and that's probably swishing around helping your dreams flow through nicely i honestly feel like the best way to do it is when you go to bed you have to be in a good mood a good mindset a good place not having anything freaking you out at the moment so if you're in a bad place wait until you get to a day that it's a little bit less and i don't mean your whole life i just mean some days are more heavier than others I would definitely suggest, like we were talking about, the dream journal. It doesn't have to be anything expensive. You can get something from a dollar store. Pretty easy. And write down what you do remember as you see it. And approximately five minutes before we fully wake up, that's the most significant time to try to remember those dreams. That way it's going to come in. Try to slowly register that information. Another way is, you know, to go to bed at an hour where it's normal for you. So if you go to bed at 11 o'clock every night, make sure you stick to that schedule. This way you don't fall asleep too quickly or too slow because you going to bed at approximately the same time sleep patterns gives you a little bit more, you know, 
It gives you a little bit more balance. Uh, now give yourself a little bit of time, approximately 20 minutes before you actually hit the hay, <laughs> where you're relaxing in the dark, kind of veering off. Meditation also is helpful, I hear. And then when you wake up in the morning, don't jump out of bed like I do. Take it slow, even drift in and out a little bit more. Try to remember what you were dreaming. And it will take a day or two, but you'll eventually get to it. And you'll be eventually be able to do it. Now, I would suggest to start doing this on your days off. Some people suggest for you to repeat to yourself while falling asleep that you want to remember your dreams or you want someone to visit. This is also a popular suggestion. Now, when you want a spirit to come and see you in your dreams, just ask them to come and visit you and think about the person before you fall asleep. These are the most helpful hints when it comes to dreaming. Like I said, it doesn't happen for everyone, but it is an option. And uh, I, well, Miss DIY, uh, real quick here. So she wrote, see, my husband had sleep apnea before he got the machine he, and to help him sleep. He would never dream or remember his dreams. That kind of goes along with what I was saying earlier when I got my sleep study done. They also said that I had sleep apnea and they took my adenoids out because that was the problem. They were obstructing my breathing and my breathing would go down to a very dangerous, my oxygen blood level we go down to a very dangerous level because I wasn't getting enough air while I was sleeping because your breathing naturally slows down while you're sleeping already. And my body was basically dead. Like I was barely breathing. So they had to take out my adenoids. I also had a sleep apnea machine as well. And that's probably why he can remember them now. He wasn't getting enough uh, sleep and he wasn't probably going to that third REM stage, which is why he's now probably able to dream more and he's probably getting a more restful night of sleep. Yeah, I've, I've known people that have, uh, in the past, a very bad sleep apnea. Yeah, that's, that's pretty crazy. It's 121 times in an hour. Wow. Oh, he has nightmares. Well, that's, that's terrible. Uh, he just needs a little bit uh, of a relaxer at night so those nightmares go away. Um, you know what else he should do? I'm with you, Ashley. I also have insomnia. I don't have any insomnia issues, thankfully. But I do recommend for Catherine's husband, though, to do... Hey, Samantha. Hello, Samantha. I would say do two of one of two things. One, get him a dream catcher. And uh, don't necessarily put it by the bedside, but put it by the window. And then the other option, this is something my grandmother used to do. Uh, she used to take a scissors and open it up. And uh, put it underneath the mattress. And it's supposed to like cut away the dreams. Now, it worked. I don't know how. I don't know why. But it works. Alrighty. Um, now, so I was going to talk to you guys about my own dream recently. Now, I don't remember. I've heard the scissors. Yes, yes. That's great. See? I love that. I love that you've heard the scissor superstition. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what you would call it, a superstition. Um, now, as I said, I, I didn't remember this particular dream, but I do remember that uh, my daughter had died in my dream, and I was nowhere near her. Now, that feeling, you, you really never understand losing a child or any of that, but in that moment, I remember feeling that, and it 
scared the living bejesus out of me. I mean, obviously, right? I only have one kid. She's five provinces away from me. It was scary, right? Now, I remember that I basically woke Landon up and I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't talk about this, you know? So I remember telling him and he was like, you know, it's probably because she's so far away and, you know, you're scared and you're scared that something's going to happen. And so he calmed me down a bit and I seemed okay. <laughs> but uh, I do remember bits and pieces of this dream. I remembered more before, but I remember going back to Ontario and hanging out with a friend who also lost her daughter, by the way. Now, I haven't seen or talked to her in years, and it was very odd for me to be in her old home, where she no longer lives, with her. We were smoking cigarettes, which I used to do. I was even wearing my old beige coat, and I used to hate that thing, but I had no choice. Very weird details to remember, but it was almost as if I had gone back in time to exactly the place when my friend's daughter, who passed on, had passed away, but instead it was sort of like my turn. My God, that scared the crap out of me. And uh, yeah, you, you never get over those kind of things. So that was my recent scary dream. <laughs> Did not have a good day that day. Now, on a lighter note, let's talk about some dream interpretations. Now, every single person can inter interpret dreams differently. There are some things that are pretty significant to me specifically, and I'm going to give you, you know, kind of what I feel specific dream interpretations are. But again, it depends on everyone is different. Uh, uh, my dreams, unless I don't remember my dreams, unless I'm fly falling. That's more of like um, astral projection, which one day we will get into a little bit more. I have those dreams often too, where I'm like on a quad and I fly off of a cliff and then I'm like falling to my death, but I always wake up right before I hit the ground. Always. Uh, yeah, it's, that's a very common dream and it happens often and it's like our body's way of trying to leave while we're sleeping. <laughs> um, okay. Now, anytime I dream about teeth, losing my teeth, teeth falling out, teeth in general normally means new beginnings or death. But for me, it is strictly death. Anytime I have a dream that I'm losing my teeth, automatically something, somebody dies. Now, my grandfather passed away after I had a dream of death, a, a dream of teeth. My uncle passed away after I had a dream of teeth. One of my friend's children had died a couple of days after I had a dream of teeth. Now, these are all, you know, crazy situations, but it is normally the reason for me. I've never had any teeth-related dreams without death occurring, and it scares the hell out of me. Even a celebrity, um, especially a celebrity that means something to me. For instance, Twitch. I had my teeth falling out in a dream right before he died. Yep, I know. Yep, you've, you've said that a lot about you having dreams with teeth and usually every time you do boom somebody passes <clears throat> that's the same with your roller coaster dream that's interesting so that might be your interpretation of uh you know death so that might be your kind of your trigger or your warning i would say 
What about Twitch? You seem so affected by Twitch. Uh, I'm affected because I do not feel as though the details that are currently out there in relation to his death are accurate. Um, it is something I will cover at some point. I'm not ready to cover it quite yet. And it's only been since the beginning of this year. So it, if I do cover it, it'll be quite a ways away. But it's definitely something I do want to cover one day. I don't dream I have nightmares. Jules, <clears throat> you've got nightmares. Oh, boy. Well, as uh, Liz said, uh, you know, uh, highest in the room, uh, she says, I have dreamt many, I've dreamt of teeth many times and nothing happens afterwards. That, 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 like Liz just said, this is specifically for her. When she dreams of teeth falling out, it usually means somebody's going to pass away as every time she does, it does. As Edith said, she, her dream is on a roller coaster and then she dies and then usually someone after that it passes away so for everybody it is much different you're not going to have the same as someone else and i've paid attention to it for over the years you know so that's that's kind of another thing like you got to pay attention to what you're dreaming about you know it just so it was it's very coincidental i had seen something that it meant and represented death and new beginnings and then i had it happen and it was like holy shit and i would tell my mom as a kid too mom had a dream that my teeth fell out and then she'd be like oh my god no no please don't tell me that yeah for me it's it's always car accidents interesting like i i saw uh my uncle get into a car accident and then like three weeks later he got into a car accident and died so yeah it's oh, car accident dreams for me are, are always somebody's gonna pass right <laughs> Another common dream that people have often had is about exes. Now, a lot of people think it's because their ex is, you know, meant to be with them or have some sort of unfinished business. Now, I don't know how it is for you guys. Again, you have to kind of reevaluate your own situation. But when it comes to me, when I dream of my exes, it normally means that they are having some sort of significant moment in their life that may attach, maybe attach to me or not, or they just need my inf like they need me they, they need me to help them in some sort of way now obviously it's been a hundred years here i've have racked up a few exes so when i dream of these particular exes there's one in particular that always needed my advice and i'd help would help them a little bit and more and more so obviously and finally you know <laughs> i i would help them out in a way that they would like I'd give, I'd let them basically pick my brain and then they would apply that to their life. And I feel like that happens often. I feel that happens with music as well. I will, I will see a, a song that represents my ex and I'll be like, they are, they need me right now. And I don't care. I've had spirits come to me about my exes that I used to have interactions with and tell me my exes need my help. And I'm like, I don't care. Leave me alone. <laughs> uh, uh, highest in the room. Who are you asking uh, that, that question? She's probably asking me, do they ask for help in your dreams? That's a good question. Normally when I see my exes in my dreams, uh, sometimes it's like, 
I, I'll go back in time in a moment with them where I'm in a house that we used to be in together. I will be in a familiar setting and then they'll say something to me like, hey, can I ask your opinion? Or they'll just start talking to me. Sometimes it'll be something like I'm still in the relationship with them and that really freaks me out. But it, it really differentiates. What about that crazy dream about you know who? And he was like, following us in our like Fortnite world and he was like just go back here go back here i just want to talk that was bloody crazy when you told me that tina says i've had three dreams of being paralyzed while driving and going into a body of water one day it was raining and i wrecked my car got hurt pretty bad and have never had that dream again thank goodness well that was probably um uh, somebody sending you a message more or less of telling you like this tragedy is going to happen to you, uh, so be aware. That's what I feel like for you on that. Absolutely. Now, a lot of people ask me this over and over again, so I hope you guys hear it. I'm not going to say it anymore, but basically... Have a good night, uh, Edith. Thanks. How, you're, you're how do not. we know if a particular dream is a warning? It, it depends. You're going to have to do your own research is basically what I would recommend. Get yourself a dream book. Hell, even look it up on Google. Put the pieces together. For instance, there's a couple of dreams we're going to break down a little bit in the next segment here that certain things stick out. So if somebody has a yellow bus in their dream, well, there's a yellow bus. Let's look up what the yellow bus dream meaning means in a book or online. I find Google's a lot easier because the books are limited to certain things. Um, and then uh, you can look up, let's say, you know, okay, yellow bus. And then there's a little boy with a blue hat, little boy with blue hat. What does that mean? Like try to break it down, put it all together and then make your own interpretation of it. That's kind of the best way I could describe how to go about it. Well, Miss DIY, usually uh, when we, me or Liz, when we have dreams of any of our exes or ex-friends or anything like that and they're trying to reach out to us, uh, it's usually in some sort of game-related world that we play a lot. So at the time when Liz had this dream with her ex uh, in it, uh, we were playing Fortnite a lot. And so that's why we we were in the Fortnite map ourselves running around and he was chasing us in the map. And so that is why uh, Liz had that dream about it being in Fortnite. So now we play GTA a lot right now. We're playing that a lot. So if that happens, it would be in something like that, like a GTA map somewhere. <laughs> oh, I'm sure about it. <laughs> so anyways, guys, as I was saying, the next thing I wanted to talk about is in relation to people in dreams that have passed on. I've answered this question a hundred times over, but people keep asking, including today. So this is my last time answering this question here. So basically, when somebody has passed on right away, dreams are like the first type of connection they want to do with us. Uh, it's the, some find it easy, some find it uh, draining. But a lot of spirits don't, I guess, know it at the time. So they will come into dreams and they usually do it fairly soon after they've passed on to, to let us know that they're okay. They've crossed over this and that. Now, what happens is a lot of the time, because we've had trauma from death, 
as soon as you see somebody that you haven't seen or you know is gone, you're going to go into a trauma response and panic and fear and anxiety. A lot of people dream about their relatives in a scary way, like them dying or them uh, saying, be careful or them screaming or hurt or something. That is us screwing those dreams up. It has nothing to do with the people trying to visit us. They're coming into our house. It's just our house is messy at the moment, you know? It's kind of how I can explain it. So basically, when spirits come to us, they are genuinely trying to say, hey, I miss you. I'm okay. I made it on the other side. I'll see you soon. We'll talk again. Love you a lot. Like that's basically majority of the time. Now, there are moments that spirits do come into our dreams to give us warnings, but those warnings would be like, a series of dreams. It wouldn't just be one time. It would be like over and over and over again. And they're consistently saying, be careful. I need to tell you something. I need to do something. Then that is when you can say, okay, there's something going on here. And then try to put the pieces together. But that is why spirits do that because they can come through a lot easier on dreams. It's like that way we also get the visualization of that spirit visiting us too. Okay, so here, Jules wrote, I used to have the same dream for years. It was just one scene, a hallway in an old Victorian-style home in a dark, and it's dark, and there's candles, creepy Victorian-era-style photos in a dark room at the end of the hall, and that's it. Well, there's something there, probably something there trying to tell you something. That's probably where your fascination with Victorian homes comes from. Okay. That... Thankfully, you both were in Newfoundland. Okay, we read that one. To be fair, you take care of him. Uh, I couldn't beat the first mission in GTA. I had to beat someone up on a golf course and failed. Yeah, see, in this one that we're playing currently, you have to do a bank heist to be able to even move forward with that one. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I remember having a dream where I saw an abandoned wooden hut, and I never saw that place before. About three years later, I saw that same exact hut while driving past. It's just a coincidence or not. It could be definitely a coincidence, or there's something there, again, telling you uh, something with that hut. There is something there that you need to go explore and see. I would highly recommend doing it in the daytime. Definitely in the daytime. My mama made sure to come to me in a dream, letting me know how much she loves me and that she was sick, but now she's free. See, that's very, usually when our pa- our loved ones pass on due to some sort of sickness or illness, they do tend to come to you to let you know that they're okay. My uncle, for example, was extremely sick when he was dying. Um, he had a bunch of things wrong with him. A uh, main thing he had wrong with him was cancer. Um, and when he did pass away, he ended up coming to me and he was just like his free self. Like he did drag and he came to me like in his drag stuff and was just like, I'm free. I'm fine. Like, so that is a very common dream as well. Uh, well, the highest, uh, they say that if you keep dreaming of your clothes, Loved ones have passed on. It means that you're going to die soon. It happened to left eye before she died. Uh, sometimes. It doesn't happen to all. It can happen that way. But it doesn't also mean death. It could just mean that they want to visit you or miss you. Or even you might be sick. 
you might be having, you might have an illness and you've got to get through that illness and you've got to work through that illness. They might be just checking in on you. I have a lot of spirits that don't show up to reading sometimes because they are with sick, sick loved ones at the moment. Uh, so, Raven, I had a horrible nightmare after visiting an abandoned sanitarium with my friends years ago. We had to smudge my entire house for a while after that. I felt so unsettling before I entered the building with them. Well, you should have taken that intuition and not have entered that building. That unsettling feeling is your gut instinct telling you there is something in here uh, that is not good. And it's definitely not a spirit. Usually when you have those unsettling feelings, as we've talked about many times on the podcast and on lives, those are typical signs of an entity, which are usually bad. They're never good. Uh, potentially somebody who opened up a poltergeist or just a bad entity in general in there, just one, somebody brought a Ouija board in there, opened up something that is, you know, definitely something you want to listen to when your body's telling you don't do this you probably shouldn't do it absolutely i would agree with that completely all right so tonight we're doing three dream interpretations on from the facebook group guys so we're going to go through them one by one so we will start with the first one we're going to talk about ouija boards later there's a ouija board conversation we're going to talk about uh hannah asked for years I had a dream of a man in a top hat and trench coat following me. You could only see him in a glimpse of light. I had, I only had dreams for years. Of, I also had dreams of for years of someone trying to kill me and I hid in cabinets. Now, this is actually a very interesting dream. Now, it is a reoccurring dream and it is someone that is kind of scaring you. I'm going to say that it's a spirit, though. I feel like the spirit is not showing, not somebody that you, you know now, like, I don't want to say now you, you, he died maybe when you were very young, you may not know them at, at all, or they died like right around the time you were born, but I feel like they're intrigued by you. I don't feel like this man is trying to hurt you or harm you. I do feel that basically it's because, you know, he is trying to hide himself because he doesn't want to scare you or be scary. Now, I think basically you just got to kind of remind yourself in that moment while you're dreaming that he's not a bad person. And I think that they will finally kind of reveal themselves to you. It could be a grandfather. Uh, when it comes to not seeing their face, it looks like they're really scared that you're going to run and hide. I, I'm not entirely sure, but in your next dream, you got to try to be a little bit more open to seeing his face. Tell him if you can, I'll let me see your face. And I guarantee in that moment, that fear will be released and, and you'll be able to actually see who he is. Now, when it comes to being killed or chased, <laughs> it really actually represents stress and anxiety. You're trying to basically run away from your problems instead of fixing them. And this dream is basically saying, you can't get out of this. You need to fix your problems. That is exactly why you're having that part of the dream. Hello, Aaron Strout. Hello, hello, everybody coming in. Uh, so, highest in the room says, so he scares you in your dreams. I see heart shapes a lot in the clouds, rocks, leaves, random stains in the heart shapes. Any significance is signed from heavens. 
I mean, that definitely could be. But again, guys, we personal questions about your personal life anything like that we've we already made a post about what we're talking about tonight so let's keep everything geared towards exactly uh what we have on the docket yes um we made a post on facebook probably about two weeks ago asking you guys to let us know dreams you wanted to us to interpret and we've chosen three so that's what we're focusing on but basically i'm just kind of going through the dreams that we had picked uh and by the way that post is still there uh, at some point again, I will go through that list again and we will go and look at more dream interpretations. I could only sadly had time to do three today. Highest in the room says, interesting, I'd be so scared, right? All right. My second dream interpretation. Now, Colleen Murphy asks, when my sister-in-law dreams of lice it, crawling in people's hair, she automatically has... Uh, that dream and a death comes up. Somebody dies. Someone in our family dies. Why is this happening? So from what I gather, your sister is very, very intuitive as well. So that is her own interpretation of death, as I was talking about earlier. And that is her warning to let her know that this is coming. But this is not for everyone. So just remember when it comes to dreams of lice, especially lies, especially lice, sorry, that are running around and crawling. Oh, they freak me out. It actually indicates that your recent circumstances are very complicated and it will make you very busy. It'll annoy you. Basically, you've got like a bit of a nuisance on your hands with a situation and that you may be feeling very rushed through a project. And that's apparently, uh, you know, a big, big concern. Uh, sorry. And that's apparently a big, big connection to this particular type of dream for other people. So that's kind of what the norm is for lice, which is interesting because lice are very annoying and creepy and crawly. So, I mean, it, it makes sense. It's, it's something annoying you. I would definitely agree. Like, who, nobody enjoys lice. That's disgusting. Uh, highest in the room, it's a sign, but you can't know who exactly will die. Exactly. I mean, that's with any sign. Like, so when you were asking earlier, like, what would be, like, warning signs? Like, that's why Liz suggested if you really want to dive into your dreams, you would have to write a dream journal down and then kind of go back and see. So, like, let's say you are always having a dream of a train or, like, this woman, lice all the time. And every time you have this dream of lice, someone passes away after. No, uh, when our dreams are giving us warnings, they're not going to give us everything. And I think that's one thing that people are very misconstrued by when it comes to getting any sort of answers from the other side, any mediumship stuff, even psychic stuff. You are never going to get the 100% answer out there in black and white ink, clear as day. We have to figure that out. They're all signs, signs of different things. Like, Yes, I agree with Landon. Me and Landon, I've been watching uh, the show One Tree Hill. It's an older show. It's been gone for a while, but it was something I used to watch when I was younger, like when I was a kid. And I love, I didn't get to finish it, but I love this show. And basically, I'll give you a quick rundown. Lucas had a heart attack and um, he was kind of seeing Keith, basically. And Keith kept telling him, hey, 
he's like, oh, I can't believe, you know, my friend Jimmy killed you. And then Keith kept saying, why do you believe that? Why do you believe that? You need to figure this out. He did not kill you. Like spirits are super cryptic and they can lead me to certain answers. Yes, but not everything. I've got to figure things out for myself, which is irritating. They can't, they can't tell you in like plain as day. I think that like is a very perfect representation is like when Keith passed away, he was like, uh, you know, Lucas was very like, I just can't believe this. I just can't believe my friend would do this. But Keith could have said to him, hey, uh, in fact, uh, you know, Jimmy didn't kill me. It was this person, you know, but they don't do that. That is a very, very good representation. Spirits do not tell you things. They will show you images. They will show you pictures. They'll say, nope, that wasn't the person. But you know the person. They're like Liz said, they're extremely cryptic. So then that's all they give you is you know the person. Okay, now you got to sit there and think. Who would be doing this? Who would have done this? How many people in my life are evil like that that could kill you? Like, who has the guts to do that type of thing? Exactly. You got it. All right. Moving on to number three. Elise McKay asks, I had a reoccurring dream since I was a child. I'm in a red car and the car drives over a cliff. I'm screaming, but no sound comes out. And I wake up before I hit the ground. So with this dream, basically it's reoccurring and it's reoccurring because your body is comfortable with it for whatever reason. Although it's a pretty dramatic situation, it likes to go in this direction. It to kind of give you your own little warning. Now, the car falling off a cliff symbolizes fear of embarrassment, fear as a whole... Sorry, failure as a whole. It is basically just, you know, if something embarrassing happens, you get rejected. Somebody makes fun of you. Uh, you know, if something happens, you get blood on your pants, whatever. There's something embarrassing happening. So this is kind of the dream that you would have. There's also an attachment to... Um, uh, astral projection. If you feel like you're falling and then you kind of like wake yourself up kind of mid-dream, that normally has a connection to you leaving your body and traveling around. Now, one day we will talk about that more in depth as well. Uh, exactly. Highest in the room. Yeah. Sometimes dreams can be very detailed and you don't need an interpretation. You can clear as day see what is happening in that dream. But that is something totally different than like a spirit coming to you and telling you something. They usually will not give you uh, very many details except for like if you're specifically dreaming of like your dad and he passed away and he's just coming to tell you he's okay. Like that obviously is a very clear as day type of thing. But when it comes to something like a murder or a tragedy or something like that, they will not come to you and be like, hey, my friend Joe Bob is the one who shot me and he murdered me on the steps of your house. Like, they're not going to they're not going to say that to you. Uh, you wouldn't get something like that. I agree, Ashley. That's crazy. Screaming in a dream and no sound. That is I have never personally experienced something like that ever in my life. Right. Now, another part of this dream that's very significant is the fact that there is a red car always red. Why is it red? Well, red is two symbols for red. The color red is a symbol of a red flag or it associates with passion, heat, 
anger. So those are all associations to the color red. So it could, because it's kind of connected, indicate that she's embarrassed and she's angry about it, or she's embarrassed and there was a passionate thing that happened. So maybe it was like a sexual embarrassment. Like there's a lot of little things that kind of tie into it. And because it's reoccurring, that means that she didn't get the message the first time and she needs to continuously be told, okay, we're at round 30 of this. Don't do this, you know? So try to pay attention to what is going on in your life at the moment that those dreams are happening and try to put those pieces together. That will help you out a lot. All righty. So, uh, yes, absolutely, Tino. As Miss DIY said, you can definitely uh, go on to our Facebook group, that our podcast. Uh, the post for the dream interpretations is still up there, so you can put your comment under there about this, and uh, it could be chosen for another episode uh, in the future. Absolutely. Uh, so another question you guys were asking me was, uh, so a lot of you guys will ask me things, and sometimes I don't even remember or have the answers for, but I was sitting there a couple of nights ago thinking about my childhood and thinking about spiritual and in encounters because I'm in the middle of trying to write my book and I had I remembered uh, a spiritual encounter I had when I was very young so I was in grade four which I believe is 10 years old and um, me and my friend Katie at the time we were both in the same grade we both decided at that moment that we were going to try the Ouija board Obviously, we didn't know what the hell we were doing. We were kids, but her mom had one, so we gave it a go. Now, we pulled out this Ouija board, and we started to try to connect with spirits, right? Now, we didn't have Google back then. We didn't know anything. We just had to go by word of mouth, which obviously we didn't do it correctly. However, there was a spirit that came through, and his name was spelt out on this Ouija board, and his name was James Scatterjig. Now, I know for a fact that I screwed up this name somewhere along the lines because I was a kid, but the spirit I remember was hanging out and my friend and I, like, obviously she thought I was a lying sack of crap. Like, I mean, you know, but like, she was like, is he still here? And I'd be like, yeah. She's like, is he mad? And I'd be like, no, he's pretty chill. Now I've never felt that energy forever. And it's really hard to remember the details of this guy. I did try to look up the name and it's so weird. But as soon as I typed in James Scatterjig into the search engine on Google, a funeral came up. I was like, what the hell? So I haven't found anything. Not a funeral, a cemetery. Cemetery, sorry. A cemetery. And so I don't know what he is, who he is, but I'm going to try to connect with him again just to do a reconnection and see if I can do something. That was 30 years ago, though. <laughs> uh, so, Shelly, are you on our Facebook group called Freaked Out Podcast? If you are a group member on there, there is a post there with a uh, dream interpretations, and that is it's pinned. It's pinned on the on the group there. So you could go right there and then you could put that comment under there because we will be 
taking some of these uh, dream interpretation stuff again at some point in time in the future. Because there's a lot on there. We were unfortunately only able to pick three because we wanted to give a topic. The next time we might be able to do more since we won't have to really explain certain dreams uh, like astral projection and stuff like that. We're going to do that in a different episode. Again, for anybody in here who keeps saying, uh, I had a dream with this and this and this, what does it mean? Uh, You could just go and put that underneath that Facebook group post there. That is the best place to put it. That way we can have it there. And when we are doing the episodes again for this, we can definitely talk about that. Absolutely. Okay. So, yeah, that is... That is it for our dreams interpretation side of things. There are a couple of other things I want to talk about quickly before we do let you go for the evening. But uh, first and foremost, we have two very important draws coming up on the 26th of February. Uh, Remember, guys, it is the patron bonus episodes. So both of these episodes will be one. Uh, They're a guaranteed win. Uh, We will be picking for people who have had an active patron membership for six months. As long as it's been six months and currently active, you will definitely be included in that bonus list. And we will be choosing a person to win an episode of their choosing. As long as it is in the Black History Month category, we will be picking that episode. We will... Hello, Lisa. Welcome. Welcome. You came in just at the end of our live here. So hopefully you'll be able to listen to this uh, tomorrow. <laughs> yes. Um, and then the other draw, second draw, we'll be doing it exactly the same day. Uh, this will be for new patrons. So uh, we've had a few people that have signed up to be patrons from the month of January 1st until it goes to February 25th. So if you have yet to join the patron side and you want to be part of this draw, it's a great way to get your episode that you want me to cover covered. So that is what we will be doing this month. We will be doing other fantastic bonuses for the next couple of months. Landon and Catherine have some fantastic ideas that they're trying to work out as well. So can't wait to show you guys all of that. Uh, next, in two weeks, <laughs> by the way, thank you for the love. I appreciate it, user. Uh, your name is coming up, user. I wish it was coming up something else. <laughs> yes, they, they. it just says user, user, user over and over again. <laughs> if, uh, if you can change your name, we'd greatly appreciate so we can give you some shout outs here. Um, in two weeks again, we will be going live, but this time it'll be a very relaxed Q&A environment. So Daisy, thank you so much, Daisy, for that. Yes, Daisy, you're awesome. Uh, we appreciate that. And she also became a fan of the uh, fan club, which is also yep, cool. She's the fan club. That's why I said it said user was a fan club. So I was like, oh, please change your name to something so we can say something. Uh, so it'll be just a very chill, relaxed night. So when I say bring your questions, I mean about cases um, that are currently done that are things that we've done uh, questions for Landon and I, in the sense of like what we do, um, we won't be ask, answering personal questions. Uh, just an FYI, we, we never will do that on this side of things, uh, but you are welcome to book an appointment on my website, boomspoton.com. I am going to be pulling the 30 minute mediumship readings here at the end of the month. So if you have yet to book one and want to book one, now's your chance before it is gone. So we are removing that option. Just an FYI. Um, but yeah. All right. Melissa says, yay, super excited. Been a patron for almost the full 12 months. So you will be in the first draw. You will be in there. 
Um, we have written down everybody's names for the first draw who has been a patron since the beginning. So, Melissa, you are definitely probably in there for sure. And highest of the room, I'm not going to say her name, but Liz has uh, talked to her and has come to a small agreement with her. So she's okay for right now. She hasn't really bothered us too much, thank God, because we have burnt through many lights. Uh, boxes because of her angry outbursts <laughs> so we're uh glad that she has calmed down a little bit here she's actually been hanging out with liz helping her with different things like that uh, so that's been really good i'm okay with mentioning her name because she seems to have been chill she just came back by the way she's been on a little vacay i don't know where the hell she's been uh she doesn't really give me those details uh but anyways uh basically she has now had a uh an episode set in stone so I have officially given her a date of when I am doing her episode. There's not an maybe, we'll see, if he, yeah. No, I've given her an exact date and time of when an episode is being dropped. So she's excited about that. I've also asked her to help me, help me with some of these cases, which she is. She picks and chooses. She didn't help me with Alexis Patterson, but she did help me with, uh, 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 oh my goodness, Asha Degree. Asha Degree. Yep. Uh, yeah, Lisa, so just so I don't know if you know, I'm not sure what time zone you're in, but we always come on at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every other Friday uh, as we are huge wrestling fans. So we watch wrestling at what would be uh, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. So that is why we come on at 7, and it's always going to be that way unless they randomly change wrestling to something else, a different time. Uh, Ariel's episode. No, don't stay in. Yep, don't stay in uh, Facebook jail, Edith. You need to get out of Facebook jail so that you can comment on stuff. <laughs> yes, Ariel's episode is next. I'm actually going to be working on it this weekend. Um, I can't wait either. I'm actually very excited about this one as well because it's important to Catherine specifically. So to me, I want to give her something special, which by the way, Catherine, I wrote your name down on a piece of paper today because you, my dear, have also been a patron for the last six months. So you are also in the draw. Absolutely. Absolutely. You've been, uh, you've been a patron since the beginning. You're terrible with the soundboard. You're like, you've been a patron. Like, pull up the soundboard and clap, clap, clap. That's what I'm trying to tell you to do. Clap for Catherine. Lamp. There we go. So listen, it's a little bit biased. I don't need an episode for me. I just, you know, I like to help out. So it's okay. It's not, not biased for you at all. You are, are just, you do a lot of work for us on the background, just so everybody knows Catherine is one of our MVPs. Seriously, she is awesome. Everybody should show her some love because she helps us with so much stuff. Honestly, she really does. And you are just as much important as everybody else. You pay to listen to us. Exactly. We ain't giving you a free patron, so you are part of the group too. And absolutely yay to all of our patrons. You guys have been awesome. Everybody. This is what's keeping us going as all of our patrons. Every single one of you guys keeps us going and keeps us here all the time. Definitely, Edith, we send her some love. Highest in the room asked if I'm also from Montreal, and yes, I am. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. <laughs> she has been, um, Catherine is like, 
she is in the background. She is helping me. She, oh my God. The amount of help this girl puts into the pack. Like we, I, I think we wouldn't even know where we were half of the time. She has spreadsheets. She's so organized. We love it. Thank you. We wouldn't know half of the episodes. Every, every time I post an episode, I'm like, Catherine, tell me what, which by the way, Catherine, you're going to have to put it in the group for this episode. Okay. <laughs> number 12. Exclusive number 12. I'm going to forget when I go sit down. So just send it in the group for terrible when it keeps track of everything for us i i have so much on my mind so much on the go i remember half of the things yes longtime patrons yes 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 we love all of our patrons every single one of you guys everyone who's been here since the beginning who's coming in new we love all of you guys absolutely we love even the listeners we need to talk jackie because this whole thing with uh what's that guy's name again Brittany murphy's husband you're muted oh yes Brittany murphy's yes simon yes we need to take care of him together all of us we're gonna we're gonna kick his butt (laughs) um yes all right guys well in three minutes time approximately give landon a few more minutes he's gonna go post alexis patterson's episode and guys you do not want to miss this this case has been overshadowed by elizabeth smart's case (sighs) Elizabeth Smart was found in nine months and this girl went missing one month before Elizabeth Smart did. And she, yes, she did make certain headlines, but I'll tell you something. I heard Elizabeth Smart's name over and over and over again. I never heard about Alexis Patterson. So that is a big, big reason I made her part of Black History Month this month because her story needed to be out there in a bigger way. So uh, we will be naming somebody that I believe is out there as Alexis Patterson, and we're going to talk about that tonight. It's a little bit on the shorter side, guys, but you guys do not want to miss this episode. It was fantastic. I had so much fun. And something very unexpected took place while I was doing this, which also has never happened. So make sure to take a listen. All right, guys. Absolutely, guys. Thank you all for joining. Everyone have an amazing weekend. Thank you, Sam. You are awesome, too, Samantha. And I hope everybody stays freaked out. Woohoo!